Anthony on Air Podcast, and we are back again talking about Ghislaine Maxwell. A lot has happened in the last 14 hours, and we are here to recount all of it. JSABs, Frankie C in the mix, they're going to be uh, joining us. They haven't heard most of this stuff. I've been combing through a lot of garbage, a lot of things, and uh, we'll lay it out, and they'll have all the work. <laughs> they'll have, well, they'll have all the honest reactions. I've gone right. through all of this already. So we talked about the um, files, the documents, the deposition that was going to be released. Um, they put out something at midnight last night, and there's going to be a bigger dump of material coming up on Monday, August 3rd. So we'll be following that, too. So make sure you guys are subscribed to the podcast on Facebook or YouTube um, and uh, hit that uh, bell to get those notifications for when we go live. So late yesterday, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell filed an emergency appeal to try and block this deposition from coming out. Uh, she did this, I don't know at what time, but uh, it really pissed off the judge because the judge put out a statement close to midnight and uh, you don't want to do that. You don't want to piss off the job, but this is what the judge said. This is U.S. District Court Judge Loretta Preska. She said, quote, the court is troubled but not surprised that Miss Maxwell has yet again sought to muddy the water as the clock clicks closer to midnight. So she put in this appeal. The judge overruled it. Judge released a statement and said, no good, Ghislaine. And she put out the deposition last night at midnight. I believe it's north of 90 pages. We have it up for you at anthonyonair.com. We'll put a link in the description below if you're on the uh, YouTube channel. I'm very impressed that you read all of that. We, well, I didn't read all 95 pages. <laughs> I did a lot of skimming. Um, and a lot of people are reporting on this. So we'll go through some of the highlights, which we'll start with the revelation of Ghislaine and Jeffrey were still talking right up until the end of his life, basically, when they said that they weren't all the way up to Bill Clinton and his involvement, and then some of the hardcore things that were discussed. Um, I will say there, there's nothing, there's no new bombshell -y name, right? You know, like we're waiting for that. I think that's going to be more in what's going to come out on August 3rd, but this is more like, here's some specifics. Here's Here it is in black and white. Like here it is in the deposition. Here's... Virginia Roberts, you know, kind of like saying it exactly. So let's start with um, this email between Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. And this, again, kind of puts us into a place of you see how just sick this guy was. So that first arrest of his was in 2007. And Ghislaine... Let me see here. Uh, blah, blah, blah. She says that she hadn't been in contact with him for more than a decade. Oh. Epstein ma emailed Maxwell in January of 2015, apparently for her to use a statement against reporting linking her to him. Since J.E. was charged in 2007 for solicitation of prostitution, I have been the target of outright lies, innuendo, slander, defamation, and salacious gossip, and harassment, the email said. The statement goes on to say, stories about Maxwell have been wholly inaccurate, including, quote, false allegations of impropriety and offensive behavior that I um, 
I think that's supposed to be harbor. And have never been a party to. Um, Epstein adds that Ghislaine was in a very long-term committed relationship at the time of his plea, and she's limited contact to him since. Three days later, Ghislaine emails Jeffrey Epstein asking if he would publicly say that Shelly was his girlfriend. I think she was from the end of 99 to 2002, she wrote in the deposition, Shelly's identity is unclear. So they're holding back Shelly's identity. So to, to decode this a little bit, basically what happened was he gets arrested in 07. His name starts coming up in the papers. She starts getting linked to him all the way back then. She writes him an email and says, hey, could you say that Shelly is your girlfriend, not me? Because I'm getting dragged into all this now. Which is pretty interesting because that link between the two of them was like almost immediate. You know what I mean? Like there was no like, it was like he so was arrested. Saying, yeah. She's saying he, she has nothing to do with his stuff. He was doing it all behind her back. She's saying that at the time in 2007, she wanted to distance herself from him. So she wrote him an email and said, hey, can you mention your girlfriend is Shelly so that they'll kind of like drop, get off her case. That's what she was. That's what she was saying. Then she said that she hadn't had contact with him in 10 years. So basically she was kind of alluding to the fact that that was the, when he got arrested, she was trying to say that this was the end of their relationship. Uh, a 2014 document filed by two alleged victims claims that a woman uh, hold on a second here. Epstein wrote back the next day saying that was fine with him. He told Maxwell she had done nothing wrong and should go outside head high, not as an, an escaped convict. Go to parties, deal with it. So he wrote back saying, you have nothing. You're, you're not an escaped convict. Go to parties, deal with it. Like, okay, I, so she was going at stuff all by herself without him. No, he was this. She was she was basically saying distant. Get me away from all of this. And he was like, hey, you did nothing wrong. Go to parties. Hold your head high and deal with it. When all these stories were coming out, linking her to him and all the stuff that we now know was alleged to have happened. And, you know, I have to keep saying alleged, you know, because we don't want to get sued. Um. So that was the so that was one of the big things there that um, they they were supposedly had not been talking, but all this time they were in communication with one another and he him telling her to just act like she did nothing wrong, which, again, that's a sign right. of a disturbed ass person. To, to be like, hey, you did nothing. Could you imagine going through all this stuff, doing all these things, and then you go, you did nothing wrong. Like, go to parties, go hold your head up high. Like, don't act like an escaped convict. Right. That's well, like... He, wait, he was telling her to do this, and she's saying that that happened, and he was telling her to do it because she was innocent. Right. She was basically saying, hey, my name is getting dragged through the mud. I'm being mentioned right. every time you're mentioned in a story, you know. You right, have so to... he was telling her, go about your life. Yeah. Okay. He was basically. He so was... why wouldn't she want that released? Isn't that saying that he distanced himself from her and they were 
Nothing to do with each other. She still did all the stuff. All that's all the stuff happened before this. It doesn't distance. Oh, no. before. Oh, okay. I, I thought it was stuff took place after. No, they this is supposedly distanced themselves. Okay, I thought it was after. Yeah, no. This is 2007 when he first gets arrested. Oh, okay. I got you now. Um, and she tried again. She tried to block all of these documents late last night, which I think is pretty hilarious. And the judge really pissed off and sent the thing yeah, out anyway. Like, on what grounds? Like how? What's your defense for blocking that? Yeah. Uh, so here was the, uh, so again, these are all, these are unsealed court documents that came from the, uh, Virginia Roberts, Guffrey, Gouffre, whatever, her versus Ghislaine Maxwell and the defamation suit, which was settled out of court. Hmm. Um, let's get to the Bill Clinton thing in this uh, Virginia says that she saw two young girls on the private island with President Bill Clinton. So, in I 100% the, believe that. In the questioning by Jack Scarola, awesome. Virginia was asked, Do you have any recollection of Jeffrey Epstein spe specifically telling you that Bill Clinton owes me favors? Yes, I do, said Virginia. It was a laugh, though. He would laugh it off, you know. I remember asking Jeffrey, what's Bill Clinton doing here on the island kind of thing, and he laughed it off and said, well, he owes me favors. He never told me what the favors were. I never knew. I didn't know if he was serious. It was just a joke. He told me a long time ago that everyone owes him favors. They're all in each other's pockets. Shortly thereafter, the lawyer Scarola asked her, were sexual orgies a regular occurrence on the island at Jeffrey's house? And she responded, yes. Scarola then asked if she was ever present with Epstein and Clinton on the island. Her response was, Ghislaine, Emmy, another girl who was a regular at Epstein's house, and there were two young girls that I couldn't identify. Oh, wait, there were two young girls that I could identify. I never really knew them well anyways. It was just two girls from New York. She answered, and then they were all staying in Epstein's house on the island. Um, in a statement to Newsweek today, Clinton's spokesperson denied the allegation, saying he, was, he has never been to Little St. James Island. The claim had previously been made by a Clinton representative in 2019. He'd not spoken to Epstein in well over a decade, the uh, representative said, well before these terrible crimes came to light. Epstein had multiple ties to Clinton, and Clinton, along with many other big-name celebrities, was repeatedly a passenger on Epstein's private Boeing 727 plane, which was nicknamed the Lolita Express. And it was a, he was on the flight logs, right? Yes. He was on the flight logs, but basically Clinton's representative is saying that he hasn't spoken, again, kind of like what Ghislaine Maxwell said, he hadn't spoken to him in over a decade since all of these allegations came to light. So since he was first arrested back in 2007... Everybody tried to just kind of back off and, and keep their distance from this guy. Right. Um, the documents. A, a mess. The documents continue to say as we go through this line of questioning. Um, Virginia said that the 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 orgies were a quote constant. She testified that Maxwell had continuous relations with girls and women in front of her. Some she believed were as young as 15. 
Virginia told Maxwell's attorney when asked if she could name the girls she saw Maxwell have sex with, she said, there's just so many, there's just a blur of so many girls. There were blondes, there were brunettes, there were redheads. They were all beautiful girls. I would say the ages range between 15 and 21. Ew. When asked if she saw Maxwell with other women, Virginia said 100%. The U.S. Virgin Islands where Epstein owned his private Little St. James Island. The island was a place where these things were a constant thing that took place. And again, it's impossible to know how many. Jeez. She added that she saw Maxwell have relations with women all over the island by a pool near the beachfront in small huts and in Epstein's cabana. One occasion stands out, she said, models were, I think were models, were flown in. There were orgies held outside by the pool. She said the girls were beautiful, tall, and some were blonde, and some were sandy brown. The girls, she said, spoke in European languages she thought was either Russian or Czechoslovakian. Ghislaine, myself, Jeffrey, another girl in his blue outdoor, I don't know what you would call it, cabana, uh, that just a bed could fit in, she added. And this is from a girl that was on the island. This is from a, one of the victims. This is from Virginia, who seems to be one of the main, you know, uh, people in this that that came out and, and spoke up big time. And she was apparently a big, you know, she was big in, in the she was around for a long time. She was one of the it's weird to say bigger victims, but she was around for the longest time. And she's right. one of the in the Netflix documentary. She's like one of the prominent, you know, uh, figures in talking right. about all this stuff. But here's the thing, and this is not like a defense of Clinton because you heard the statement and then you start to see all this stuff pile up and like you can almost see the way they kind of like slink away from all of this or use their defense attorneys to get them off or have them not oh, yeah. involved. She says, Virginia says that she saw Ghislaine doing all these things, right? And that she saw Clinton on the island with right. two young girls. And you could almost tell whether the defense attorney is going to say. And again, this is not how I feel, but you could almost see the defense attorney saying it's not illegal to be seen by a pool with right. people. Where's the, did they ever see any kind of activity? Right. Probably is the next question. If you saw Ghislaine doing all these things, where's the eyewitness account of President Bill Clinton or anybody else that's being thrown right. around and named, where's that definitive proof? Why didn't right. you, why, how did you not see them? And if they were more discreet about it, okay, but then where are the, where are those two girls? Right. Now, I mean, I, you know, maybe, maybe they're part of all of this. Maybe they're, that's yet to come to light. Maybe they're yet to testify, you know, and again, I'm not, they're not in the country. Maybe so not. There are a lot of uh, different languages being spoken on the island. Maybe they're not in this country anymore. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows where they wound up or what happened to them or whatever it is. I don't know. But, um, you know, you, you start to look at this like you got to, like, nail some of these people down. And just because this guy is on the airplane and seen on the island, I mean, you and me, like, it's good enough for us. Right. Like, you're like, you know, it's like, oh, guilty you where know, there's right. Yeah, where there's smoke, there's know. fire, but that ain't gonna get uh, that ain't gonna that ain't gonna fly in a court of law. Yeah, same thing with uh, like even with Trump. There's pictures of Trump hanging out with Epstein. Yeah, 
doesn't who knows if that's if that means anything or not i mean yeah they hung out but who knows if there was any kind of foul play or any kind of stuff happening who knows which right. the, if they, unless there's yeah. witnesses go ahead janine i was just gonna say anyone that he's seen with you can't assume that he's a part of this whole thing you know uh yeah. female or male yeah, like if and for us, like like we've been talking about, like you hear, oh Kevin Spacey, or you hear this one or that one, and just based on your own creep meter, you're like, oh that yeah. guy is up to no good, right? Well, Kevin right. Spacey, yes, he's definitely creepy. So right, and like we talk about like Hanks and John Legend, and you you know if you have positive feelings on those people, you're like, oh well, I don't think that they could have done it, you know? Right. So or please, I don't want them to be. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the, the bottom line is, is we know we know very little. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, you need the proof. You know, you need witnesses and uh, God knows what other kind of proof, but uh, witnesses is a big one. And when someone comes out and says, oh, I saw Clinton or Hanks or this person with younger women, then that, that's a little bit more proof. Then. Right. Yeah. You feel bad for, I mean, you just, you feel bad. Like one of the, one of the pages, page 193, they're talking to Virginia and the lawyer asks her the order in which she had relations with people and she's naming names, Glenn Dubbin and Stephen Kaufman. She said those are the first people she was sent out to after her training. Um, so I don't know. I'm not going to give you the exact time. I don't know it. The, the lawyer asks, I asked you the relative order. She says, and I'm trying to give it to you. The lawyer says, and where does Alan Dershowitz fit into that group of people? Her response, same. I, can, I can't tell you piece by piece by piece who. I know Glenn Dubin was first. Okay, the lawyer says. And she says, I know Stephen Kaufman was one of the first I was sent to. Alan Dershowitz could have been between there, between, sorry, between Glenn and Steven. The first time I was with Alan Dershowitz was in New York, so I wasn't actually sent to him. It actually happened at one of Jeffrey's residences. So it's very hard for me to chronologically give you each person individually. Mm. So... You, and again, you could read, we have the, I have the full, I got the full thing. I put it up on the, uh, on the website. Um, it's on our blog. Like you read some of these things and it's so hard to like read these poor women, like what, and what they've gone through. And then like, they go through all these horrible things. Then you got a lawyer in their face going, well, give me the order. Like if it really happened, give yeah, me like the... yelling at them. Improve yeah, it. that's, yeah. it sucks. Like, the, like this gotta... is, this is why yeah. like you go, people go, well, why haven't such and such come forward? Like, this is why, like, this is like a brutal like, yeah, they've been through a lot, and now they got to go through this. They got to right. relive. Which is not them. easy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and then if they slip the up, easiest thing in the world. If they no. slip up with one thing, and then they're like question, and they're like, "Well, I thought you said this," and then they get all, you know, like you get them all flustered and everything. Like it sucks. You just feel mm -hmm. for these yeah, plus, people. Plus, I'm sure there were. I mean, I don't know this, but correct me if I'm wrong. Were there drugs involved? With any with this stuff, um, I thought, I don't know if there were. I couldn't. I think yes. I want to say in the Netflix documentary there was mention of of drugs. I don't think like the girls were drugged per se. I I, I you know what I can't really say. 
I can't really say, but I, I know that I know. I feel like at times yeah, I'm not were, sure if there were. Yeah. yeah. At times there were definitely like drugs around. If, I think. Yeah. That's yeah, and if there were, I'm sure that contributes to the, the spotty right. timelines. Yeah. Um, but if there isn't, you know, the young girls. This was how many years ago? Uh, who who knows? It's it's not easy to remember traumatizing stuff maybe you know so who knows they try to block stuff out it's going to be a little spotty um this was so this was like there was uh and by the way i think i said 90 something there was like 190 pages there's a lot of pages of stuff i have to go through this later yeah it just came out so as more people you know pile through this and then start connecting the dots to this and that and there's all sorts of um redacted names in here um there's all sorts of Jane Doe's, you know, they replace people's right. names. So you, you don't know who's who. And by the way, I, we should mention Alan Dershowitz insisted he's innocent. He's, he's maintained that he's in the documentary saying that he, he had nothing to do with any of these people, any of these women. He was hmm. just Epstein's lawyer. So, um, and I'm then sure you're going to see very few people coming out going, yep. Yeah, no, I, that was me. I was there. <laughs> I did all that. Um, and then oh, he's definitely there. There's also uh, there's also and I didn't see this because, again, I don't like going to some of the fishy websites, but there's also they say that some of this stuff was already put out there and it was already like without redacted names. Mm. And that's how they got a lot of this stuff. But I think, again, I think this is just like a small little tiny tip of the iceberg because a majority of what the the judge was saying that she was going to put out is going to come on August 3rd, which is a Monday, by the way, Monday. So, so that's if, a little uh, birthday gift for me then. Is, is that your, is it Monday your birthday? Sunday. Sunday's my birthday. Uh, Sunday's your birthday. Um, if it comes out on Monday before we do the podcast, we'll have it. If it doesn't, then we might have like a little bonus Tuesday episode to go over uh, as we're on a Monday, Wednesday schedule, a Monday, Wednesday, Friday schedule, basically these days. Um, so we'll go over it then. Here to, to Frank's point, which I find pretty interesting. Outside of a couple of the employees that appear in the documentary, how has there not been a person that has come forward and been like, I feel awful about my role in this? And this is what people happened. are scared for their lives. That's why. You think that's what it is? If yeah. you're afraid oh, yeah. they gotta come forward? There's got to be threats. I'm sure that if, like, to keep something like this under wraps for so many years, threats or or payoffs. Those That's are the true. only two ways. There's got to be. You know, a lot of people were saying that in the comments. I was reading some of the comments, uh, you know, just kind of like skimming through them. And a lot of people were saying, like, you know, if you got paid four times the amount of money to do the simple job that you do, wouldn't you keep your mouth shut? No. It's it's all and for those people, for those people Frank goes no. Know, Janine voice Janine went maybe, maybe. <laughs> well, I mean, saying, like underage for people. Go ahead. Yeah, for, I'm saying for people who say no, there's no amount of money. They get threatened. I'm sure. Yes. Probably. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. There's there's no there's no be able to cover that up. There's no winning here, right? Either it's the money or the threat, and they're whatever they're going to do. This is how they bully you into to being quiet. It's true. 
I mean, it's really, really I mean, I wonder how they get these people to go there in the first place. I mean, if you, like, if you're one of these people that, uh, that were invited there or brought there, you kind of have to have some idea of where you're going. I mean, uh, there's got to be some talk about who this Epstein guy is. Definitely. I don't know. But, like, I mean, you can't, uh, the pitch can't be, I mean, for the, for if there are any innocent people on this log, on this flight list, the pitch would have to be, hey, we're just going to a party on some guy's private island. And he's a rich guy. He's got, the, you know, the, this huge island. It's going to be fun. Well, think about I this. Mean, think about this to, to, to counteract what you're saying. You're Tom Hanks or whoever. And you're raising money for Africa. I think one of the things was like feeding African children, right? Feeding the children in Africa. Okay. Um, your assistant or somebody you know or whoever goes, well, you know, Jeffrey Epstein's got a ton of money. He's giving it all out. You know, so this is, this is near and dear to your heart. Maybe you can get a meeting with him. Yeah, and you want to go there and schmooze this guy. And he'll give you some money. Right. Okay. And then even let's say you heard some crazy things like he's a wild playboy, has, you know, big orgies at his island and it's crazy. And you go, okay, that's a little weird. Well, let's say you go, I got, but I got to feed the children of Africa. So let me, let me see what's what. Let me go. And you get on the plane and you go there and it's this gorgeous island and there's these lovely butlers and, and, and maids and. They, they bring you the freshest seafood and you get the big seafood tower. That seafood tower can be intoxicating. It could, it could throw anybody off their game. I'm thinking of That's one true. right now. Yeah. Thanks, Sam. Yeah. And then they get that, like, you get that weird, like, mayo-y dipping sauce that you never have with seafood unless it's part of the seafood tower. <laughs> it's so delicious. And the claws are half open. Yeah. And it's just, you're just, you're sucking them down and it's so great. But, you know, you go through the whole day and you meet this guy. But as well, I was okay. You go through this whole day, you meet this guy, and he's so charismatic and he's so wonderful. And he goes, well, Yeah, you know what? We do have to feed the African children. All right, let me cut you a check, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll get this all in the process. You contact my uh, accountant, whatever, so and so, and let's let's start you off with X amount and let's see how it goes. And then maybe we'll, we'll put another million into it. You know, if you need it in a couple of months, you let me know. Okay, thanks. And you shake his hand. And you get back on his plane and you go home and you say to yourself, what are all these people talking about? He could have been nicer. I didn't see any orgies. I didn't see any drugs. The place was clean. The beautiful island. It's a guy who made a ton of money that's given back to society. Right. That could very well be. Could, you know, I mean. I have to say one thing. All of this talk about him and all these people. I know someone who is very wealthy based in Manhattan. I wonder if he went to his island. You've got to have to Google that. You've got to question every wow. wealthy person, you know, in Manhattan at this exactly. point. Well, the law. <laughs> the, Go the ahead. The flight Frank. log is on there. Did you lose me? Yep. The flight log is out. Is it, check his name. I wonder. Yeah. I, I really, I wonder if he went there. I'm not going to lie. Well, I think the flight log. Just because you're wealthy doesn't mean you went. Oh, he is very wealthy. Even so, then he doesn't need Jeffrey Epstein's money. By mm. the way, I think the flight logs are coming out more so in August 3rd. And also, do I know this person, Janine? You don't. I don't know of them? You, mm, I don't know if you know of them. Okay, and then I don't know them. But I'm, I have to Google this now. Yeah. I have you, 
You should probably yeah, put it in Google. You, you should probably put in a, a nice little Google search on it. Again, again, we might know more August third. Maybe the right. as the more the logs come out, we maybe you got to wait and see. But but you know, again, to your point, like it's foreign to us and probably a lot of people that are watching on YouTube or Facebook or listening on the podcast. But this is what these people do all the time. Right. They go to millionaire billionaire parties and they they create food. Yeah. Exactly. And they get they have all these fundraisers. Right. Nonstop fundraisers. Uh, and again, they like go to private islands. Being out in the Hamptons, most of the biggest high profile celebrity events are a fundraiser. It's tied to some fundraiser. Right. We just had one. We the we, the Hamptons just made like national news because the chain smokers came and played. Did you hear about <laughs> this? Yes, it did. The chain smokers came and played a concert that was all supposed to be socially distanced people in their cars. It, it, the the it. I saw videos proving that it wasn't. All the articles yeah. say it wasn't. The governor's investigating because he says it wasn't. I did actually have one of the listeners call me the other day and tell me that she was there and she was all the way in the back and everybody was socially distant in the back. Mm. Like that apparently like but people, not in the front people down in the front kind of got a little out of control towards the end of the night. Um, rush the stage kind of thing. Yeah. Not really rush the stage, but they kind of like threw caution into the wind and were like all next to each Ugh. other where they shouldn't have been and not in their cars. Yeah. I haven't heard a cough in 20 minutes. I'm sure it's safe. Let's just go right up to the front. <laughs> What's but the problem? The tickets for this thing were a thousand dollars. The cheapest ticket was a thousand bucks. And that was that put you in your own car all the way in the back. Mm -hmm. The most expensive mm -hmm. ticket was twenty five grand, which got Ooh. you a, a uh, not a not like an RV, got you a luxury RV and up front. Right. Twenty five grand to see the chain smokers. And Jeez. it was a it was a charity. It was for several charities is which they did it for. so if i bought a if i bought a thousand dollar ticket and i'm in mar and i'm all the way in the back yeah how can i see past the rvs um where they did it was in this like uh it was in this it was like um like a, graded like down. a dip down amphitheater yeah. thing. yep it wasn't an amphitheater it was like okay. this uh it was this art garden place thing and then and it just kind of it swoops down and the stage was down right, on the bottom if i paid a thousand bucks i don't want to be you know stuck behind an rv yeah and the rvs stage. weren't like in front of the stage or anything that was they were off to the sides but she said yeah. that she saw i asked the, i asked listen i go did you see the rv she goes oh yeah they were there 25 grand right. a pop damn just to see what i can't stand to these these outdoor concert type things is that there's the sound tent, which I which I understand has to be, you know, in front of the stage, right in the middle. Mm -hmm. But do they ha in a nice night? Do they have to put the tent up? Because that thing just blocks everyone's view. Yeah, it's so annoying. I, you know, I went to one of those and and it was sitting there, and there's a big tent in front of the stage, and it's like, okay, this is really where on the island somewhere. Yeah, this was uh, they did a socially distant. Uh, it was a uh, Bruce Springsteen cover band right here by me. Okay. And um, we were in our cars, the whole thing. And, and there's a tent in front of us. Oh. <laughs> I was like, this is great. What a boner killer. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Not that there's much, you know, there's people on stage playing instruments. It's not like it's Bruce Springsteen himself, but still. Right. Yeah, but still, you paid some money. How much did you pay? No, 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 no. It was free. 
Oh, it was free. Free concert. Greg's like, I'm not paying for that. No, I'm, I'm, it's fine. You know, I didn't expect to, you know. Did to your town do it? Best show ever. It wasn't my town, no. Oh, okay. But it was, you know, a little, not too far from here. And, you know, but uh, that, they, they could have, my point is it was a nice night. And they could. And they didn't really need the tent per se. Yeah, yeah. well, see, my thing is you, you go to free shows in your town. These people go and pay $25,000 to have a luxury RV and, right. you know, see, see uh, a national touring act. It's a different world. Right. These, these, That's different. These money people, these celebrities are operating on a way different plane than, than the rest of us are. Totally. Here's what I want to know. This is what I'm drop dead Ooh. curious about. This is driving me crazy. I feel like nobody's talking about this. Day before Epstein commits suicide, he signs a will and signs right. everything, all his money, all the properties, everything over to his brother. Where's this brother? Where is this guy? And what you haven't is, heard of him, right? What is he doing? Because if that's me, like there's a couple of things I'm thinking about, like family members, like you, you like you're President Clinton. OK, Hillary Clinton. Nobody's going to have any any sorrow or feel bad for her. But think <laughs> about think about Chelsea Clinton. Think about you. You reading all this stuff in the paper about your dad. You know, it's bad enough she had to grow up in the White House and right. go through all of that garbage. Everybody's pointing out every last pimple. I mean, there hasn't been a kid in the White House I haven't felt bad for in the last 30 years. Like all of them at one point or another. Somebody takes a, some asshole takes a shot at the kid. And it's just so unfortunate. It's true. That's yeah. messed up. Up to and including mm -hmm. Barron. Like, it's just it That's sucks true. so bad. Yeah. Um, but um, but she survived all of that shit. And now all of a sudden. Oh, it turns out your dad just didn't get a, you know, a blowjob from an intern in the White House. He was on Pedophile Island, too. Now you got to read all of this stuff for the paper. Like, that has Maybe got to be difficult. To I don't know if you ever get used to that. <laughs> I don't know. My that's, dad's a perv. That's so creepy. Yeah, I don't think that's something you get used to. And the same thing with, like, Epstein's brother. Okay, either this guy is a huge piece of garbage, just like Epstein, or he's a really nice guy. And then turns out, like, his look, like, he thinks... He's all proud of his brother. He's all successful, this and that. And look at how great he's done for himself, worked his way up from the bottom. And then you go to find out that he is one of the most horrific individuals to ever exist. Oh God. Like top 10 in the conversation with Hitler and any other bad people we've ever had on this planet. And now you get all of his money and his property. Yeah, I, I feel right. a lot of that has to go to charity women's groups women's shelters stuff like that dude you gotta donate most of that and then and then we talked about this already on a previous podcast like they're selling the the properties in florida and new york that's 110 million dollars right there damn like how do you like even if he's the nicest guy in the world and he says to himself you know what i think my brother was a real piece of garbage i'm gonna give this to the victims mm -hmm. how do you Here's even, my question how do you so, even do that yeah, that's true. But like, like the, I know we talked about the selling of the properties and everything, but aren't those like scenes of an ongoing investigation? Yeah, I'm sure they're done already. Uh, you know what? Investigation's uh, over. <laughs> I think it is, though. When they arrested him, because didn't they arrest him in New York? I think it was mm -hmm. in New York. 
I yeah, think... but now they got this whole Maxwell thing going on, and it's like there's more. There's, everything's being uncovered every day. So, I mean, aren't these properties still under this umbrella of under investigation? They might not be. They might. They might not be. They might have been from the time that they arrested him, and then that was you know they, oh, they did their thing there. But who knows? Because that's the thing too. It's like if they if there was really cameras running all in through these. To this building, did they open up all the walls to see? Did they get into every? I mean, you would hope so. But then the I thing is, all the places apart. And again, like what I hate about all of this, what what I think is also so enticing about all of this for all of us is, what if they did find this shit and it's just some powerful person is just friggin' burying it, right? Or they found all this shit, and because the trial or you know these cases are going on, nothing could be re- revealed. Right, which goes back to my thing, what I said about Clinton. Like, you know, why hasn't like anybody stuff said it's going to be revealed on Monday? Yeah, why hasn't anybody said anything? Because maybe, maybe there is a witness for it, and maybe she just doesn't want to parade herself around in the media at all, and she'll right. she'll show up when the time is is right for her to go and testify and do her thing and everything. But you know, I don't know. It, like, it's weird. Like, because you do start to get to a point where you're like, okay, there's a lot of names, there's a lot of things, there's a lot of hearsay. But where do you start getting to the they they got this person now? There's no way they can get out of this. There's no wiggle room here. This person did this to that person, and these four people saw it. And that you know what I mean? Like that's you know the prosecution. That's what they got to do. They got to put together this airtight case, get it in front of a jury, and that's that. Yeah, which is why this stuff probably takes so friggin' long. So yeah, forever. Uh, The defense has to build up their side and the whole thing. Yeah, Ellen. Uh, Ellen put out a statement basically saying, uh-huh, "I'll look into it with everybody else uh, regarding the ongoing investigation of uh, <laughs> Warner Media into her staff to see if she's a shitty person." I definitely believe it, yeah. but Try I always hated harder, Ellen, Ellen. So, wait, gonna say that again, Janine? I said I definitely believe it because I've always hated her. You always hated Ellen. I think she is annoying. Number one. Really? And when she dance oh, I really do. And when she dances, um it, it, there's no words for it. <laughs> you don't love the dancing. <laughs> no. No. I, I never don't. I never liked the dancing either, but I felt bad for her. I thought that was something that she did and it so caught on and I always felt like she must be thinking, now I have to fucking dance every time I no, come I out here. Every day. <laughs> now I'm the dancing. Right. Yeah. You could stop that, though. After a couple of times, you know, then you just like maybe go one show without it. I don't no. know. It's like it's we'll like Letterman with the uh, Letterman with stupid Petricks and the top 10 list. Oh. Like, I think that was like a bit for a little while. I think he would have walked away from that if he if it didn't Definitely. catch such fire. Right. You know what I mean? Well, do you, do you guys believe that she was abusive at work? I, yeah, I, not abusive, but I believe that she was more concerned with herself and okay. less concerned. Nasty? Yeah. Like, see, I mm-hmm. think there's a way to do this. I think if you want to, if you're concerned with yourself, which any star of a show should be, I think your concern should be going over the top to take care of your people so much so that they feel like they have to go over the top and take care of you back in return. Like that's how it's done. But I don't, and there's so many of these types of shows going on that, uh, one of them 
odds are one of them is going to be run shittily. <laughs> shittily. That's word. I like that word. <laughs> shittily. Shittily. Yeah, but you start Patent to hear... Pattern. You start to hear some crazy stories. Like there was one, I, I was reading one story that um, somebody was cooking, a, they were barbecuing steak or something outside of her office for somebody's retirement party on the lot. And she made them move because she's got this sensitive, no the sensitive nose thing start, keeps coming up now so much yeah. so that I'm like, that might be true. Cause there are a lot of people yeah, are that talking has to about be that. True, that one. Yeah. Which is really yeah, weird. But it's barbecue. Huh? So that's a good smell. Like, you know what? If I smell steak outside my office, I'm like, go get somebody, go get me a piece. Let's let's make this the thing. Yeah, I'm running down with with a plate. You didn't tell me we were doing steaks. Here's here's a thousand bucks. Go to the butcher, get some more stuff. Let's make this a whole. Uh, exactly. Know. Yeah. Yeah, completely. Um, a lot of people loved Frank's story from the last episode, too, about uh, buying the pool and uh, it being yeah. a little tiny pool. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if you heard Janine, but I bought this little pool for my dog. Aww. I wanted it to be big enough for me and my dog to fit in it, but it turns out it's like this big. It, it, Frank, it, what are you into? Yeah, what, no, kind, of, just what kind of kink are you into? <laughs> right. I'm into exercising my dog. That's what I'm into. But it's oh. really small? That reminds it's me. Camp, yeah, it's, it's like the size of like a, like a, a microwave, maybe a little bigger. We were going to ask Janine, but I know I got to wrap this up. I was going to ask Janine about, because one of the things in Ghislaine's closet was this big, like, shiny black one-piece thing. Like, because she's clearly, you know, besides all the pedophilia and weird stuff, there's clearly some kink going on there. And we were, I was, we were wondering, and we didn't feel comfortable talking about this without you. <laughs> yeah, we were two guys not really interested in talking about kinks with each other. But I'm wondering, <laughs> like, even in our group of friends, three, four, five couples, like say the average person's got two really close friends. Maybe there's three, four, five close friends. You know, how many out of like five couples do you think got some serious kink going on? What's that percentage? One out of in five our group? in our group and groups in general, like two out of maybe five. One, yeah, maybe, maybe one or two out of five at the most. Yeah. You think two that's out it? Of five groups. Five? I mean, couples have a weird kink like yeah. did you just say girls i mean couples is that what you no, said? I said groups, groups. oh gr <laughs> groups she said group because i'm thinking back to the 365 episode and we learned there was a lot of kink going on in the group <laughs> yeah um no, i don't definitely. Know. i really don't want to <laughs> so you're saying Frank. one out of five that's pretty low i thought you were going to shoot higher one one or two couples out of five so now what is a weird kink? There are kinks and then there are weird ones. Yeah, that's that's where do you put that line? And there are there are like normal kinks. You know? What would you say a normal kink is, Frank? I don't know. Like a kink is just something uh, like spanking, I guess, would be a normal Frank. kind of kink. Wouldn't it? No, that's a normal one. <laughs> no, that's a normal one. As yes. far as kinks go, right. that's a normal one. Right. Right. And yeah. then, like there are probably abnormal ones that are like really out there, you know. He's, so we're saying on a level from spanking with your hand all the way up to the pulp fiction scene. That would be I believe the height how like how many are pulp how many couples in a group of 5 couples are pulp fictiony? Yeah. None. Again, maybe imagine. one to I two. I feel like it's got to be like 
So one to two. So you're saying Sorry, that I'm in out. amongst our own group of friends, there's at least one couple that's got some outfits in the closet. Yes. Janine's like, this is easy. I got outfits in my closet, so I know. Exactly. At least, <laughs> at least there's yeah. one. Odds are it's one of us. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I know it. there's at least one. <laughs> All right, this is a topic we can explore on a future episode. We have more time to have a little bit more fun uh, with everything. Yes. Uh, these Ghislaine things are a little on the uh, serious side, but it's, you know, it's all unfortunate. But I, I tell you what, I feel it's weird because it's not OJ in 94 because we don't have court TV and all that stuff. But I feel like it's almost bigger than that because of social media. And, you oh, know, yeah. I feel like people are dying for this stuff to, to read about it and talk about it and see what's going on with it all. We just want the information out there. Right. Yeah. We want to know who and, and how. And you, you don't you want to see some people fall from this? Like some people, the people who actually deserve it. You kind of want to see them. The perpetrators. Absolutely. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. I want to see. Oh, sorry. Uh, I, again, this stupid Internet. <laughs> yeah, Frank, you your Internet. Somebody also great. commented on how Frank smacks the back the side of his TV like it's a. <laughs> I do. It works. If I don't, I glitch out for like 10 seconds. But when I hit it, I get like two or three seconds. All right. That's the podcast. Uh, we'll see you on Monday. Like I said, again, um, if the things come out before time, we'll be talking about that on the very next episode. But if they come out after, then we'll do another one. We'll do a bonus episode on Tuesday um, just to kind of go through all of uh, this stuff. Uh, that's Jay Sabs. That's Frankie C. I'm Anthony. Go to anthonyonair.com again to see the release documents and uh, get links to our podcast. If you like watching this show on YouTube and you don't have time to watch it when you're at the gym or whatever, or you're running around, you could always listen on any podcast app. We'll see you on the next episode.